BB in, in the in the left, upper left, you it's know, in the shape of a chicken um, nugget near the clavicle. Sports Illustrated in, in the right, and then number one for the number one podcast. That's right, <laughs> number one in the world, right? I believe. Eat a, eat a fat one. I want to see a big fat one. What? <laughs> I'm not on the screen, so I don't know what he, who he's talking to. I'm not on the screen. I'm looking at other things. I don't know what. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> hey. I, I, I said something inappropriate oh, under, under my breath. It was uh, not under your breath. It was very much not under your breath. <laughs> well, I heard you know, once. I don't know who that was too. I don't know if it's something I said. I never know. I never know. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Nose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E-Dub, in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, Go Nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I can wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from Here the Spear, presented to you by NoGameDay.com. We are here on a wonderful Thursday evening. Crew is all together. Austin is beyond depressed today, but just like Nate opened up earlier in the production meeting, said that the stars are aligning. Basketball's having a rough time. Maybe it's time for football to take their turn. With me this evening is Dustin Lewis, our lead writer and editor. We've got Austin Beasy down there holding on by a thread. It looks rough. And then we've got Nate Greer, all smiles. <laughs> today lead recruiting insider gentlemen how are we doing we're getting closer to spring we have a spring football practice date things are going we're here we're getting close we no, have something we have a countdown now we actually have something to look forward now to. the alignment of, of, of the the stars is getting me very excited for for no football here pretty soon man i can't wait we snacking so, on down there austin that pizza, food. pizza, yeah. So, and I got the biggest glass of chocolate milk possible. So, so I'm, I'm wondering if we should really just start planning on applying for uh, credentials for the the playoff. <laughs> I mean, should we just start letting that up now, or what, should we wait till midseason, or? Uh, uh, first quarter to see. See, after three games, let's see. Maybe after our trip to Louisiana as a family. Or, or, we'll or, or, or how about halftime of Duquesne? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it right there. As long as FSU is winning. Because, but, but I will say after the first basketball game, we all thought Elite Eight, Sweet 16, you know, uh-huh. and now look at it, they lost five in a row. They lost the freaking pit at home. <laughs> you, you don't have to remind me. It's between that know. and the Dallas Mavericks doing whatever they did today. It's yeah, been a rough week. Yeah, I was about to say, you've also you got Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Okay, great. We got a guy that we can pay in Bitcoin. Congrats. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's what I wanted. Might end up being a cheaper deal, you know? If the <laughs> I, I will say, market. though, Austin, I, I logged in after um, doing some work and I saw 
that you mentioned, like Scotty Barnes. I'm like, they changed Scotty Barnes. No, so I I, I, I had to Google it. <laughs> I like, there's like, no, I'm like, there's no way they're fucking getting rid of him right now. Well, no they're, talk, they're talking about a trade for Drogic. I'm like, they're not going to do it unless they get, you know, some good back in return. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what right now. I'm not here for the NBA talk. I'm just putting yeah. it out there because I have well, zero. Listen, I need something to cheer me up. What's going on? I know. <laughs> well, we're cheer you up. You have it. To talk about. There's you, recruiting to talk about too. You have you have spring football coming up. You, you have the yeah. last 20 minutes. You Big recruiting the, weekend. You have to climb. Mm-hmm. It, it, are, you, it, are you ready it, to climb? I've got, like, and I've also got cheese stuffed crust pizza right here. So hey, if you want to get on my back and climb with me, man. You know, I, I, we'll do some recruiting updates together, man. Like, it's a new day for you, man. <laughs> well, on the – yeah. There, there, Join the dark side, Austin. Hey, yeah. should, should I go put that shirt on? I have that same shirt as Austin. I should go put it on. I we, love we, this shirt. We, we can, it, it's so comfortable, dude. I love it. It's so we nice. Should. Well, we've got a, quite a no, bit. No, they shouldn't be worried about Miami's coaches. So you have a retread defensive coordinator who hasn't been good in the last 10 years. Who's blown up every program he's been in the last three times? You have an offensive coordinator who was kicked out of his last school. Okay, um, I will say the offensive line coach is pretty good. Um, he's short though. Yeah, yeah, he is short though. Yeah, they, they, they they take a coach from Georgia who, by all accounts, was asked to leave. So, and then they just hired a guy who was part of Manny's staff at FIU, where he got fired from. So let's just relax on, on all the uh, the the Miami Hurricane banter of the coaching staff. It's not great. You 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 have a defensive coordinator who wasn't was jack shit since 2012. <laughs> yeah, I do like the Miami fan base going crazy this week. They get their off season uh, championship for sure. Seventeenth in a row. Yep, they're doing a fantastic job at that. Yeah, man, I mean, you, you hire an offensive coordinator. And, and Gaddis, who, after we hear how great Van Dyke is, and he's the next great quarterback, but you hire an offensive corner that likes to run the ball. Um, Miami's offensive line is horrible. Their running game vastly underproduced last year. But let's hire an offensive corner that's going to take the ball out of the, the quote-unquote next great quarterback of, of college football. Let's see how that works out. It's going to work out swimmingly for me. I think I'm going to bump my projection up to 95 to 1. <laughs> yeah, that helps you out quite a bit. 95 to 1. That's my. How do, how do they get that one point? That's my question. The, the, Le- legally, I mean. In, in the second half, they're going to um, run Canadian football rules. So where they get a point for a punt. <laughs> now, isn't there, isn't there, isn't there an extra point safety? Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Oh. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. That's, That's how they perfect. get their one point. I got you. I got you. Well, with us on the docket this evening, we've got newcomer interviews. Those are all wrapped <laughs> up. We'll go over those. Custom jerseys now. Custom jerseys. New locker room. Uh, we'll get a quick look at that. We'll put it up on the stream. Uh, we'll bring up a little bit of the new hires, four new ones this week. Mm-hmm. Working a lot off the field. We'll talk about spring practice. We actually have some dates now, so we'll look a little bit ahead. We'll do a few teases the next couple of weeks until we really start diving into things, but we'll bring up a few topics to go over. And then we got some stuff about NFL Combine with Jermaine Johnson and Deshaun Corbin being invited. No Keir Thomas. We'll probably discuss that 
And then at the end of it all, we got to talk about basketball. Austin's favorite topic right now. He wants to deep dive into that for about 30 minutes. So we're going to let him be here by himself and go over that uh, on his own. So it looks well, to be a really clock fun counting down game. to make sure he does all 30 minutes. Yeah, he has to do all 30. So he's looking forward to it. <laughs> As always, I'm death right now. Yeah, I know you're struggling. As always, you listen to podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube right now. I'm sorry I didn't put up this YouTube video earlier today where y'all could remind yourselves, but we already got 40 people watching right now. So hit that like button. Um, before you leave, hit that subscribe button and comment. Communicate with us tonight. It's a rather slow week. So if you have any questions or topics for us to talk about, please feel free to throw it in the comment section this evening. Let's start off with the newcomers. Today, we had a few interviews, one of them being Bishop. Thomas, who I think Florida State fans are going to like a lot of, he I put a tweet out about him after his interview today. I think he's probably going to be the most interesting player to get to know during his tenure here at Florida State. He's got a whole different variety of things. He said that when he had a break from playing football this last season, he got into reading books and he didn't know that he would really actually like them. And he was naming out books left and right. And he talked about that he's, he likes skateboarding. Uh, he likes old school music. He Led Zeppelin, he said one of his favorite shirts is a Led Zeppelin shirt. So the old school fans are definitely going to like him a lot. He just has that kind of vibe. He didn't, I, I can't wait for more people to actually see him do interviews because that was just confined with just media. But you know, He's kind of he a free to, spirit. Yeah, whenever we get a chance to be out of practice after when we get to talk to him, he's definitely very entertaining. But uh, he said that he's looking to put on some pounds too, and Coach Storms has been uh, phenomenal with helping him get stronger and faster. But I thought Bishop Thomas – probably one of my favorite interviews because all the newcomer interviews wrapped up um, for the season. So we've, we've gotten to know everybody so far and usually the newcomers are a little quiet and they definitely were, but Bishop Thomas just kind of looked like he had been here for a little while and he was pretty relaxed with the media and fun guy. He's, he's got a lot of cool things that I think uh, FSU fans will like about him. Now, what books are we talking about? You said he was throwing out books left and right. What selection I've got to go. I don't want to misquote him on anything, but it was about like some law stuff in there. Um, give me one, going give me deep one book into, title. Okay, I'm book title. Uh, I got, I'm reading a Gary Vaynerchuk uh, piece right now. Oh, Thirteen reasons why. Thomas read, dude. I don't know. We'll go look at the vod. Go back and we'll have to record these interviews so you guys can see it. But um, I just I, follow I, your awesome tweets. That's what I, I know. My awesome tweets. I know they they are incredible, aren't they? <laughs> um. But then he also mentioned, too, like I said, he's trying to get bigger in the weight room. He says, or this is actually Daniel Lyons. We got to hear from Daniel Lyons, too, two defensive tackles today. He talked about Coach Storms. He said that he's gotten a lot stronger and faster since arriving. And he's hoping that since he's getting in the weight room a lot, he wants to try to contribute early on. Um, and he also said he smiled. He laughed. He was a little nervous at first in the interview, but he laughed and smiled and said, you know, I want to play nose tackle so I can get double teamed. Uh, from a majority of games. So he's looking to take on some uh, competition. We also got to hear from defensive end Dante Anderson. Uh, and really the biggest thing that he mentioned throughout his interview was that tour of duty is a whole lot different than high school. <laughs> That's what a lot of the new guys have been saying. And uh, from things that we've heard and stuff like that, it's uh, it's definitely a wake-up call, not only for these freshmen coming in, but these transfers have been saying a lot of things about how – rough it is and getting used to it from being at a previous program and coming into Tallahassee coach storms. I mean, it is no game. And it's not even just coach storms, the guys that are around him 
that are developing these players. Like it, it is no joke. These early mornings, that's really, that's not even the hardest part. It's really what you're going through in those drills. Yeah. And we've heard it from, like you said, a ton of different transfers and recruits about how tough tour of duty is. And, you know, it's harder than what they were expecting and that they're already beginning to put on weight and muscle. And they've already seen improvements since things began. And one guy that mentioned that the other day, Logan Daughtry Richardson, I know he got to speak on Tuesday, and, and you really liked what you heard from him. Yeah, no, I did. He He's a guy I know Dustin had a really close relationship during his recruitment there. And just a down-to-earth kid, I think he's going to be one that, you know, we'll get into the fold later in his career at Florida State. But he'll be developed, and he understands that. He, he was joking around and saying, you know, I'm not going to – expecting myself to jump into a room full of grown men right away, those five guys, but I am going to try to develop and learn. Um, and just seemed like a down to earth kid. And, you know, I'd try to pull for those guys and he's gonna, definitely going to get, get his shot. Um, but he did mention once again, a lot of these guys just saying coach storms and the game plans that he has, you know, they've got a book that's setting them up goal, goal every week on what they're gaining, what they're losing. But for mo- majority of these guys, definitely Richardson, he's looking to put on pounds. He said he wants to put on 10 pounds uh, by the beginning of spring practice. And he said things are going successful there, but Dachi Richardson, another really, really solid interview this week um, by a new, not, not for nothing too. This mm-hmm. is a, First time a lot of these guys have had a lot of structure in the weight room and with nutrition, you know, routines. So that's kind of why you see a lot of them have a lot of positive weight gains pretty quickly because it's the first time they've really had. Uh, yeah, they have a weight program with the coaches and everything in high school, but it's different when you get into that college level. And then you add the nutrition and, you know, the recovery and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it allows you to hit it harder and to see those gains a lot quicker. So I meant to say Richardson, he came in at 285 and he's looking to get to 300. So he's wanting to gain 15 pounds. So that's impressive. Definitely. If it's good weight, um, that's definitely for just jumping into the spring uh, and starting off. And then you get the whole summer ahead. That's definitely a good sign there. There's a question here from Carol. I'll get to that in just a second. I want to go over one, a couple more interviews. We got to hear from running back Rodney Hill, which Dustin, you were, uh, communicative and had a relationship with him during his uh, recruitment to Florida State. And, you know, he talked about why he picked Florida State, why he stuck with them throughout his recruitment. He said, you know, he, he just felt like Mongerville and the staff had it has it heading in the right direction. He said it's heading in the right direction. The work is going to show on the field. He mentioned that Lawrence Tofilly and walk-on running back C.J. Campbell have helped him understand the playbook so far. Remember that um, name? Yeah, C.J. Campbell. Could be mm-hmm. another ward kind of situation there. And then we got to hear from Brian Courtney, who, you know, a lot of the beat was asking him on, you know, which position is the staff putting you at? He said that he's coming in, solidifying himself as a tight end. But he did say, you know, during the installs with the staff and Coach Thompson, they're moving him around a lot all over the offensive side. So his his pure mm-hmm. p- position is going to be tight end, but just because of his skill set, there's a lot of excitement from what I've heard from uh, from inside the program about his ability to be able to toy with him and put him in different uh, places on the field on the offensive side of the ball. But uh, he said he's definitely going to be starting a tight end uh, to begin spring. And then we already talked about Daughtry and Rodney. So that's kind of the wraps up all of the newcomers. Now it's 
set on getting to the spring. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But there's a question here from Carol asking, good evening. I was wondering about the walk-on recently signed quarterback. I have not heard much news on him or info on him. Do you know anything about him? Nate, this is your guy here that you could probably give some good explanation on. So uh, Dylan McNamara, um, is a, he's from Naples Baron Collier. Um, after his first year, he did transfer over to St. Thomas Aquinas and participated with them um, his sophomore year, came back to Naples, um, came back home um, during the COVID year. Uh, he led 6A in passing, you know, shortened season. Number one guy in 6A for Florida in, in terms of, of yardage. Um, led led Baron Carter to the playoffs in the first, if you're familiar with South, Southwest Florida, um, they beat Fort Myers for the first time in the playoffs, which was a, a really huge thing for them. Um, they took a little bit of a step back this year, but you know the kid, like 6'3", 200 pounds, can, you know, is really, really good in the vertical passing game. Um, has really good touch on the ball. Um, had had an offer from FIU in Campbell. Um, so, you know, he had a couple, you know, low division offers, and then he had one from FIU from, from a group of five. Um, decided to choose FSU. Um, we've been working to get with him to get a more thorough update, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's a good good quality walk-on quarterback that can, you know, be a developmental guy, can, as I said in the article, and I posted to someone um, on Facebook who was kind of complaining about us writing about walk-ons, you know, the, the goal is not to spotlight, you know, missed recruits. The goal, is, the goal of this is to, you know, no matter what FSU's done, they've always done a good job of bringing in some walk-ons. And it's to continue to pinpoint that Coach Norvell and his staff have done a really good job of bringing guys in from the walk-on preferred walk-on route. And mm-hmm. all that does is make practices more competitive. You know, all, all it does is, is lift the floor of the talent of the room. You know, yeah. not all these guys who prefer walk-ons are going to be leaned on, but you can still find, you know, like this Alex Williams kid who, you know, was committed to Vanderbilt um, as a linebacker, um, was a state champion weightlifter, plays baseball, um, Ran for thirty eight hundred yards in his career, fifty touchdowns. So it, it's possible to get really good kids that route. So you no, know, back to but back to McNamara. Um, you know, he, he he's he plays in a kind of a basic high school offense, but you know we're working on getting more more with him. So it, it, it's a good take. Yeah, and I kind of don't agree with so many people that, you know, don't, I mean, we understand preferred walk-ons, walk-on material kind of stuff, but I mean, you look at your guy, Treshawn Ward, who's going to be RB1 next year. That was a walk-on. I mean, that's a guy who is, Mm -hmm. was electric last year. We heard a lot of good things about him while he was a walk-on before he earned the scholarship, but it's cool to kind of look and get a feel for what is coming into the program. And like you mentioned, Nate, we've had numerous former 2013 national champions come on here and say, the biggest thing that led them to get into that national championship was the competition that happened during practices. You know, we've had Lowe's talk about Telvin Smith going at it with walk-ons, but just because of how competitive it was and they were bringing the heat, 
um, and different drills all throughout the day for hours on end. That led to so much success success to where it helped them in a huge way on Saturdays. So, um, you know, that's why I don't really, you know, and plus it's, it is February, guys. You got to let us put out some <laughs> damn content, please. Yeah. What else? What else can we talk about? We, I mean, there. It's kind of it's a little dry right now. It's a little dry. Well, I just think you know every player deserves to have their story heard. You know, whether it's a, a walk on yeah. or a guy coming in mm-hmm. on a scholarship. Regardless, you have to think these guys are 17, 18 years old and accomplishing that dream of going on to play at the college level. And I mean, even. Even mm-hmm. if this guy's just a practice player for four years, this is still a huge step in his life and his career to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there was some Correct. news. You know, these kids, and, 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 and you know, not for nothing, a lot of these kids turned down Division One offers to walk on, so they turned down a free ride to come walk on at Florida State. so and, and compete for a scholarship. A lot of these guys know that Norvell, if Correct. things are going well, you compete well, even if it's just in practice, too. Preston Daniel, mm-hmm. I mean, gets tons of playing time throughout the season. Well, look um, at Dante Anderson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's a walk-on that some people care about because of mm-hmm. who he picked Florida State over. Yeah. Your favorite team down there, Nate. Your favorite Florida, Miami, <laughs> Arizona State, Oklahoma. You know, he had big time offers. What you can debate whether he's overranked in the recruiting rankings, whatever. But the fact is he had a ton of division one high division one FBS offers. He mm-hmm. chose to walk on at FSU. Mm-hmm. Yep, and this is a good note here yes. from Carol. Yep. Norvell was a walk on. Yep. So he knows firsthand so how that's working. He he he, kn- he knows what it takes, man. Well, today we got to learn that Florida State is going to allow customized jerseys. Customized jerseys, it's here. Um, players will be able to gain money, uh, bring in money from those jersey sales, which I think is a pretty cool thing. Good. I mean, it's crazy. We're in 2022, and this is just now happening. But it's How much money Dalvin and, and Jay... And Jameis huh. get up, get off their their jerseys, you know. And not even them. Three, three years, <laughs> yeah, yeah, three three years of number four walking around town, you know. Yeah, and you, you could you could point to Jalen. Jalen would have had quite a few. Telvin would have had a lot. Mm-hmm. Jernigan would have had a lot. I mean, even back in the day, program. you know, Dion, Rashad Green, Peter Warwick, Charlie yeah. Ward. I mean, imagine the jersey sales. Just, just like allowed this from the beginning. Yeah, if you, and it'll be cool to see just kind of how they do in the NFL, but track after a big time game, you know, yeah. be able to track mm-hmm. what happened after a game and say, oh, boom, there goes Rashad Green's. His jersey sales are no. So, so like, right now. so like, imagine Jameis after the first pick game. Oh, when, when you got yeah. Kevin Durant <laughs> tweeting about him and all these people tweeting about him, the, cl- the clips, it, it would have gone through the roof. Yeah, everybody being like, oh wait, this cat's. This cat really does have it. There was a lot of hype about him going in, but yeah, probably gonna have to grab the jersey. I mean, I know a lot of Florida State. My dad would, I mean, my parents would have definitely grabbed one and definitely after the Clemson game, too. Kelvin yeah. Benjamin, whoo, a number one jersey, Benjamin on the back. Yeah, that's probably flying off. I'd probably, for me, and if I could be a soldier, I would have got me a Lucky Mercer, I would have got me a Lamarcus Shoney jersey. Mm, yeah, it's a dark horse right there. Yeah, 
that I'm, I'm a Timmy. I'd be obviously Timmy Jernigan. Man. I can't, I can't wait obvious. to see an obscure one. Like I want to see, <laughs> I want to see like, um, a walk on. I want, I want to, like I want like I want someone that was good, but like someone that has like no one's thought of in a while, like Buster Davis. Like I would love to see someone bust out a Buster Davis jersey. Yeah, I'm wondering <laughs> if you can go back and I guess you can. You can just customize your own and or even Chris Davis, the receiver from those years. Mm-hmm. Or a Bud Thacker. Bud Thacker. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Thacker. Yeah, no, it's it's why we're in twenty twenty two and this is just now happening, but it seems like the wheels are rolling in the right direction. Long overdue. And I think it's great, too, for family members, too, to grab their son's jersey, jerseys, buy them for the family and such, because, you know, they're going to find different pl- places to embroider them at and all this kind of stuff. That just makes it kind of just a one-way street. And I, I hope we see it for basketball, too. Like, not just for Florida State, mm-hmm. but just, like, for all of college basketball. There's, there's a lot of fan bases that would eat that up. <clears throat> True. Yeah. I would so, assume yeah. this is the beginning of the floodgates kind of opening as schools – figure out how to navigate it mm-hmm. yeah we talked about this a little bit last week but it seems like the wide receiver room is going to be the probably one of the most fun ones to keep an eye on this upcoming spring mm-hmm. Gavin saying Winston Wright seems to be number one wide receiver do you think a transfer comes in and just rips away the number one wide receiver spot yes I'm trying to think who would be in contention for that. Did you see our receivers last year? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's been a lot of positive talk about Wilson too the last week and a half or so. And I mean Pittman as well. So really all of those wide receivers that have come in from the transfer portal have impressed early on and I think they're all going to fight to be in that rotation. You look at it last year, no no receiver on Florida State's roster had over 400 yards. And I think it's the last two years, no receiver has recorded more than 400 yards, which, you know, is just an indictment of the talent in that room and the way it's been developed over the past couple of years. But hopefully these four guys can come in and instantly impact that room and it's good that they're already all on campus to help out this spring go ahead and get into the system start building cohesiveness with jordan travis that should work out for florida state by the fall one thing i won't ever like try to jump to giving my guesses on who's gonna be starting wide receivers is whenever there's workouts going on with no pads on nothing going on there Wait till I want some pads on a wide receiver so i can see their reach how they're doing combating one-on-ones that's one of those positions where things are going great toward duty. That's awesome. Moving fast. You're running through the cones left and right. Boom, boom, boom. Hips look great. You're able to cut well, but let me get some pads on pads. If you played football, changes things up just a little bit. You're not able to navigate as well. Um, some guys, some extremely gifted I'd love, guys. I, can. I'd love to get some pads and go go over pads. It's going to be great. Yeah, you would get massa quick. You can't jump more than five inches. He's sneaky at moss. You're getting moss. Not with all those uh, chicken wings with sauce on them in your stomach, too. That's to keep your weight down. I'd do it while I'm eating boneless wings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is a a funny question here. I mean, it's probably not supposed to be funny, but who really was wide receiver one? Asked Michael Carpenter. Last year? Wilson. Uh, Yeah. Wilson, but. Wilson. It's not like a. You're like, when you think wide receiver one, you're like. Boom. You know, yeah, I know. I mean, but we just they did have they didn't have a guy like that. Nah, no. Nah. No. 
Uh, Ontario Wilson is we did, like a Rod Owens. We did not okay? name Greg no, Reed He's there. a good. Sorry. Yeah, but Ontario Wilson's like, like a like a Rod Owens can. We'll have a game or two where 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 he, um, you know, has a really good solid game. You know, puts up five six catches and a score. But you know, he's a good solid three or four for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mendoza's bringing up a good point here. We didn't even say Greg Reed. Back in his day, that was like a fan favorite. Yeah, he would have eaten off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these guys would have making some some good cash. Roberto Aguayo probably would have got him. You see a yeah, lot of kicker jerseys walking around. Yeah, that would you be probably would have seen more D Hop than you would have Aguayo, right? There was two Hawkins. of them though, so you could have worn the same jersey for seven years. That's true, but Hopkins had like Hopkins had the gold shoes going for him, so like he stood out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could get on to like all these different kind of marketing things. Some of these past players, maybe during the off season, but there's so many things. And mm. some of these guys, like Loco Ocho, when Timmy was doing his thing, man, there's so many cool things that these guys could have been doing. Ugh, so many ideas. I just uh, wonder what the give, give me a Jew, give, give, give me a Jew Weatherford jersey. <laughs> I had a Drew Weatherford T-shirt back in the day. Shout out that. But I'm wondering, like, how much of the jersey sale do the players actually get? Because you've got to think Florida State's probably, probably get, get the jersey. Whoever's they, making they probably it. get penny. They probably get Five. pennies. You know, I mean, it's more than they were getting anyways. So, <laughs> yep. I guess I would be pissed if it was like ten percent or something like that. It might. Who knows? That's I mean, I don't, it's I don't probably want. less than that, honestly. I'm thinking around that range, five to ten. So I'm thinking for what? Probably like a what do you guys think? Fifty dollar jersey, ninety nine dollar yeah. jersey. No, it's gonna be like one twenty, right? This should be. Your it's, it's, it's gonna be like like one hundred twenty. If they're stitched, they're one hundred thirty, one hundred forty bucks. Yeah, they're stitched for one twenty, and they probably get two percent. Ah, they get more than two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they I think that's, all, that's Austin's rate. Right. Got, that's Austin's hey. rate. Damn, don't talk on Austin's right now. Come on, <laughs> what's your rate? Zero. Hey, that's hey. what I thought. Two percent adds up, bro. Yeah, yes, Bill. We have um, boneless buddies jerseys coming soon. <laughs> we do not. It's a, it's a boneless no. buddies patch. It's like the conference. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the conference instead of the ACC. It, it, there, it's, it just says BB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So B, BB in the in the left, upper left. You it's know, in the shape of a chicken um, nugget near the clavicle. Sports Illustrated in the right, and then number one for the number one podcast. That's right, <laughs> number one in the world, right? I believe. Eat a, eat a fat one. I want to see a big fat one. What? <laughs> I'm not on the screen, so I don't know what he, who he's talking to. I'm not on the screen. I'm looking at other things. I don't know what. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> hey. I, I, I said something inappropriate oh, under, under my breath. It was uh, not under your breath. It was very much not under your breath. <laughs> well, I heard eat a fat one. So I don't know who that was too. I don't know if it's something I said. I never know. I never know. Oh man, uh, have y'all seen the new renderings for the uh, for the good old locker room? I like have it. I seen that? I like it, man. So, you like you all the, see the gold the gold face mask on the helmet? That's just they always do that. I don't know why they don't ever update that. With, that's from 2014 when they did that. Jameis was wearing it. Mm-hmm. Awful, but they, they they when they do um, renderings, they don't really. I don't think care much. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I like all the white man. You know, I'm I, I don't really dig like 
dark locker rooms, man. You know, I, I, I think there's a little bit of like feng shui on it, right? Have a little bit of like balance and color and light to kind of make your mood better. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I like white. We use a lot of white. That's our branding. So a little white and garnet. Hey, they're trying to match. And G. The, the, the simple you fact know. is, the simple fact is, it's a football only facility, and I'll take it. Exactly. I don't give a damn if it's pink. Even if it was pink, garnet. And, and one thing that Force has over Miami is they got a full indoor practice facility. Miami's only got half of a field. <laughs> And give them their credit. That's like never going to change. Yeah. Field. It's 48 Sorry, yards. So... But it's 48 yards so with two end zones. So. Can we get a zoom awful. on that? I know, right? This is like, why does why did, why did websites do this? Like, What do you mean? Zoom I'm in? I'm going to try to find it. Your keyboard. I am. I'm trying to laptop? get a little bit bigger. In. I'm going. Like, there you go. I'm not on my laptop. I'm on the computer. There we okay. go. This isn't showing the full lock. Here we go. This is where six national championships. This just came out of six BCS national hey, championships. Hey, where did that come from? Or say it's going to be that, that's productive. When that's foreshadowing. Yep. Apparently, that's foreshadowing. 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 And the BCS is coming back again. I'm, I'm a, There's an extra I'm, I'm go ahead trophy and up my, there my, for. Shut up. I'm gonna go ahead and book my hotel room now for. Uh, for this oh, year, man. Don't tell me you shut do up. like booking things like a year or two in advance. So. Where where are you booking a hotel at? Where the title is, I gotta you. Google it. <laughs> no, I'd rather I don't know. Cash it myself. Gosh, Jesus. <laughs> what? What? How did we get to that? <laughs> uh I was gonna ask you guys, Nate and Dustin, this is a question for you guys. Whenever y'all talk with recruits do facilities really matter a lot to them whenever they end up picking florida state or is it wins which one is more here which one gets brought up more i i think it's neither one it's the coaching staff i think you know i think that they mention you know like facilities is for a lot of these kids even even the usf the facilities are night and day compared to what they get the you know a lot of these kids work out with rusted old weights and you know so mm -hmm. even the usf no knock on usf i'm just saying even a school like that the facilities are infinitely better and a school like fsu um they mentioned that they, they like the facilities they like the weight room um but one thing this coaching staff has made sure they've been doing is you know, going over the renderings of the footballing facility and what's coming and what's changing, um, you know, which is something that's brought up because he, that does play a role in some of these kids' recruitment. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, more than anything, it's a relationship with the coaching staff and the energy and, you know, the the messages that they, they convey to them. It's not really wins and facilities that are causing FSU to land someone. Yeah, like you said, Nate, I think the main things for most guys is their relationship with the coaching staff, how they fit into the program. For some guys, the success really matters, but for some guys, it doesn't. And then really, when it comes to the facilities and the campus and everything, that's just a cherry on top of it, I feel like, for most recruits. But 
from the guys that I've spoken to this off this off season so far, you know, they've all really enjoyed experiencing the campus, getting to learn more about Florida State's history, getting to experience the weight room. And like Nate said, a lot of guys have seen these renderings for the football only facility. They know what Florida State's trying to do here in the next couple of years to get this thing rolling and they're excited for it. I really yeah. like that white hallway. Yeah, that, that white hallway looks sick. so nice. Yeah, the lighting is the cool part here. I like these strips. It's kind of like the new renovations they did to the tunnel. Yeah. But yeah, no, the white looks great. And this is a good shot of... There's been all different kinds of renderings, so I'm not defining this to be the exact thing of what they're probably going to do here. But... Um, different feel. If anybody's ever been in their locker rooms, you walk in, really, and it's... You've got about four rows. This one kind of compacts it, at mm -hmm. least if it's this kind of view. Although there is, you've got this coming back here, so this probably continues to go. But this is more of a feel of players being together, kind of more of an NFL type locker. Room. Kind of reminds me of like a Georgia or an Alabama a little bit. This this up here, I love. I absolutely love the Nike Spear, the updated one. Yeah, so the new Spear is so yeah. much better. Would yeah. you guys rather be the Spear or the Seminole Head? Spirit. I mean, they may they may have the signal like somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I would think they would still have it in the carpet somewhere. I would I would be shocked if, if this is the middle of the locker room. I would have that right here. This doesn't look big enough for a middle of the locker room, to be honest. No, man, because you can't walk on the seminal head. That's that's like right in front of the pathway. Come on. Well, I'm trying to figure out where to put it. This might not be. This might be a different angle that we're looking at here, Captain. This would be a gigantic locker room if this is just a third of it. What is it going to be back over here with waterfall coming down and like <laughs> Chief Osceola with the spear coming out of it? <laughs> I'm just spitballing, you know. Hey, if FSU, if you need any help in there, oh, Nate's and timeout. Welcome back, Nate. Good to have you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, same, same feelings. <laughs> uh, is that better, Austin? Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were kind of, yeah. The audio was off of your. No, nah, but I agree with Dustin. You can't put the logo on the floor, man. You can't disrespect it by walking on it, man. No. But, like, I'm trying to say how they are right no, now in the locker room. Stop saying. I'm going to come after you. <laughs> uh, I put on here, bring up new hires real quick, and we're going to do that quickly because there's, you know, we put an article out. You guys can go read it. They did a press release. But Derek Ray uh, was announced this week as the new general manager of personnel. Gabe Barita. Did I say that right, Dustin? It's uh, Fertitta, isn't it? Fertitta. 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 Fer. They have it spelled in here. Fer. F U R T Ta. Fertitta. Yeah, it's in the docket here. I just did, didn't yeah, read it as usual. Right there on the screen. Yeah, uh, Gabe Fertitta is joining as a senior offensive analyst. We got Greg Moss coming in as a defensive analyst, and Carol Moore as an executive assistant and office manager. If the Moore Center sounds familiar to you. All, all three, all three, all three of those coaches have, have great experience and background. He just con continues to add on and strengthen, strengthens the uh, off the field side that we talked about the last few podcasts. You know, what you have to do to compete with the Tennessees, even they're trying to load it up by Georgia, even with Vanderbilt, who's trying to load it up like Alabama. You know, everyone is doing it now where you have to have as much support staff as possible 
Mm-hmm. It, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just part of the game now. Yeah. It, it, it's one of the main reasons why, you know, Jimmy Pruitt left FSU is because how much stuff he actually had to do as a positional coach coming from Alabama where you had so many people, you know, pretty much doing your job for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It allows you to focus on, you know, player development and things that are important. Yeah. And Norbell's done a great job. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at these guys coming in, and you really have to do your homework on them because Norvell obviously believes in them, and he's done such a great job of sending people out to get paid more. So whenever these people come in, it's worth noting on and reporting on because he's done a really successful Wait, job. How many guys gotten paid this offseason that have left FSU? Dustin, do you know? Like three, <laughs> four guys? Kenny Dillingham, Trey, Trey Bell. Bell. Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one of their recruiting staffers leave for a position at at Akron. I believe he's mm-hmm. the director of recruiting over there now. Um Levy. Levy. Yeah, Lachlan wasn't here this year. He was here last year, but yeah, yeah that's another one. Yeah, oh uh, oh uh, um yeah, Levy Levy left. And obviously Chris Marv <clears throat> got his promotion. Lachlan. Yeah. I think that might be it. Kenny went to Oregon, but I mean, probably getting. But it's important. It's important to track these off-field hires because you look at Norvell's pedigree, and a lot of times over past stops, and even now at Florida State, when you look at Tokars and um, Atkins and Randy Shannon, he promotes from within. He brings in his talent, and then he grows it, develops it, and those guys become on-field coaches when the guys he has Mm -hmm. now get 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 um, promotions elsewhere Mm -hmm. and. Um, particularly when I look at this one for for Tita, you know, he was a very successful high school coach in Louisiana, spent this past season at Louisville. So you get another guy with ties to Louisiana that should just only help out on the recruiting show. We already know mm. the kind of relationships that <clears throat> Coach Johnson has down there in the boot state. So that should just continue to help Florida State, or Florida State out. And Greg Moss as well, spent some time with Charleston Southern and they had some really fantastic DBs this past season. I believe they got 14 or 16 interceptions on the season, and he's another guy that spent time at the high school level and should be able to help Florida State. It's called bench strength, man. It's called bench strength. You know, how how, how many guys has all you know Alabama promoted? Or I mean, you, you got to look at it that way. You know, you can't just not every guy's going to be a big name hire. You know, we, we understand that, you know, Saban is um, the place to go to, you know, fix your career. So, you know, he kind of has that going for him. But mm-hmm. I agree with Dustin, man. Norvell does a good job of picking out his coaches. His coaching tree is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's done a phenomenal job. And we'll uh, see what happens with Marcus Woodson because – the latest rumor is that he's in contention for the Georgia defensive coordinator job, or is it just the defensive backs coach job, Nate? DB. It's going to be a must champ for defense coordinator there. Yeah, but there's still there. there's a little bit of smoke there, so yeah, we'll just have it's to see into it. How that shakes out? Yeah, it's like a. A little fog machine that you see in Halloween before you go give your candy away. Something small, something slight. Uh, all, spring practice. All I'm saying, 
Sorry. All I'm saying is if Woodson was to leave, there, there's a guy right now who is available. Um, yeah. Terrell, Terrell Buckley. So I could work with that. We need to get T-Buck back on the pod. We need to work on that. This I'd jump on that really shit in a heartbeat, dude. Those DBs will be coached up tremendously. You probably you probably lose a little bit in the recruiting trail. Um, that's not a knock on Woodson. I do hope Woodson stays because he's got a good future. And, and having that continuity is important. Um, but if he, you know, has a good opportunity, you know, also, you know, good luck to him on that. But I do hope he stays. I would love to see T Buck at FSU in some form or fashion. You know, what the talent he was working with at Mississippi State during his time there and developing those guys, imagine what he could work with here in this talent that Florida State continues to bring in year mm-hmm. in, year out. So, yeah. And you could bring in another lum. Another lum. I think it's a smart idea. Uh, we got the spring practice dates getting released today, at least for the starting first practice on March 5th on a Saturday that makes we're here man makes sense there because I got a big yep. recruiting weekend but we finally have something to look forward to it's less than a month we don't have to say a month or over a month less than a month away from spring practice one of my favorite times of the year but that'll be on Saturday March 5th the spring game is going to be on Saturday April 9th we talked about that a couple of weeks ago when that was announced but this is also going to be a big time recruiting weekend for Florida State Mike Norvell seems I'll be there in the staff where are you going to be at? You coming up? Spring game? Yeah, I'm coming up. Thank God. Cannot handle Logan out there. For the spring game or? Logan's going to ditch. March 5th. Logan's going to ditch me and have the practice. March 5th and the spring what? game. What? <sighs> I'm, I'm coming to stay with it. you, Logan. I'm not staying with Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're coming over to stay with Dustin. He's moving. He said he's going to move into like a bigger house. With I'm not staying with rent. Dustin, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm in between are. houses. Y'all are boneless buddies. Dustin's got bad habits. Wow. That's true. That's true. This is, that is true. Addictions, maybe, you should say, really. Maybe no, you no, should no, stay. Maybe you should stay with you. Just look, look at his wall. Still not. Well, now that we're moving, I'm like, should I even change the wall? Like, <laughs> just kind of gave up. Yeah, you really worked hard. Yeah, you really <laughs> developed that, that room. Still, right. Hey, I, I put it up. You still let's look at this. You still have that picture that's right next to. Yeah, I need, Bobby to, Bowden one. I need That's to space them out a little bit. But you had a whole week to do that. And he said, "Screw it, it's up." You really, you really just need a green screen. Just get a green screen so we can put some. I've been trying to get Logan to buy me a green screen with just an old game day logo in the back or something. You don't cool need a green and... screen. You just need a little thingy to put up there. A little, a shit. little we, thingy. We need SI <laughs> to send us some. We need yeah, SI. He complained about our like $40 Sonny's meal last night. And he's like, oh, he's doing calculations on his phone. Like, I got, what's 20% of this? I got to tip 20% on the dot. Hell yeah. He's just I'm being nice. I'm being nice. You're trying to be like, don't oh, let this I guy pick much. up the check because he, he makes you look like a cheap mother, you know. I, I tip more than anybody else in that Sonny's ever has in probably 10 years. Lopes was like, "Damn, that was a lot." Let's just start. He there. was like, "Damn, Sunny's, that's not Sunny's shit. is horrible." Well, it was Logan's choice, and it was a no, no. Choice. Don't even start. Dustin loves Sunny. I said, "Let's go to the hot chicken place." There's only one good thing. No, that was Lopes. Nice tea. I agreed with Lopes. He didn't. He didn't give any support. Jameis to Pittsburgh. I friggin' hope so. I hope so. Let's don't be. Let's don't be silly. Uh, I, I, I read something on Twitter today that they're eyeing Malik Willis. 
Well, yeah, we can grab mm. him, but he ain't going to be starting next year. Ouch. Could. He could. No. Who are they going to go with? Mason Rudolph? Stop. That's exactly why. I'm Dwayne ha- Haskins? No. Don't want either of You got to think whoever they get is going to be the quarterback, whether it's a rookie or not. Nah, Logan, weren't you excited for Dwayne Haskins at one point? Yes, he was. Not at all. Not <laughs> no, at no, all. no, no, no. I said he can come in to develop. No, 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 he can no. Come in under Mike Tomlin. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we need to find that podcast. We need yeah, to go back. There might be a tweet because I, I yeah. remember something, man. I pretty, he said, "I'm like, oh, he can sit behind Big and Big Ben and learn, man." Blah 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 blah. You know, he can't. Let's see if he wants to run it up this training camp. Sign me up. But if if Jameis comes in town, it's over. It's a wrap. That's what I want. I want Jameis to come in, and you get Malik Willis. Boom. You just. Got a nice little. Well, that really wouldn't work out because I want Jameis to be there for twenty five. I want Jameis to go to Denver. No, who gives a damn? I don't watch no damn Broncos games. I could give a shit less about Broncos games. Go to I don't Denver. Even know they man. played last year because it doesn't matter because no it, it's the Bengals division now for the next twelve years. <laughs> All right, move on. They're fact. getting smoked on Sunday. It's fact. It, it's fact. We got to do Super Bowl predictions at the end of the show. Nah, it doesn't matter right. if they get smoked Sunday. The fact is that it's their division now for the next 12 years. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Well, you know that real well being a Chicago Bears fan. So I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing that up. Uh, Florida State will hold a junior day on March 5th as well. Gentlemen, have y'all heard it from anything? Any recruits on who's coming in town? We're going to be in attendance for that. I haven't really started that list yet. You know, I, I know some other outlets have, but, you know, that, that, that list is going to be substantially massive um and I, I don't really want to sit here and report every single name that is going to be added to the list you know when it comes time to a couple weeks out I'll, I'll generate the list and you know reach out to guys to get a, a a firm answer yeah yeah i've been reaching out to guys keeping track a little bit and kind of like a list form i haven't posted posted it nah. anywhere yet but some of the guys that i can just think of off the top of my head Obviously, all of the commitments are going to be there. Chris Parson, Vondravius Jacobs, Randy Pittman, he's about 90% sure that he's going to make it. Lamont Green Jr. Outside of that, you've got some really big wide receiver targets. Um, mm-hmm. The surprising one, Brandon Ennis is going to make it in with his high school teammate, um, Santana Fleming, who we think is someone that's someone that has been leaning towards Florida State for a while. Like you said, Hakeem Williams. I think Tyler, Tyler Williams. Williams is going to make it in. Um mm-hmm. Jesus, they need to get they're, Jalen Brown there. I yeah, they're they're working on that. No, nope. last, last I heard, I haven't been able to confirm him yet. But Roderick Kearney will be there. Um, I've confirmed with Lucas Simmons, and over on the defensive side of the ball, there's there's Reuben Bain. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, Derwin's cousin is going to make it back. Jeremiah Anglin. Yeah, I think Vickers will be there. Mikai Vickers. Yeah. Adam Hopkins, I forgot about him. Yeah. So there's going to be the list is going to be substantial. Yeah. And it's going to be across the 23 class, the 24 class, and the 25 class. And there's going to be a a ton of guys, Mm -hmm. probably, you know, the in January is kind of smaller weekends that they were bringing guys in. This one's going to be a big one. I I wouldn't be surprised if there's 100 plus names there. Mm -hmm. I was going to mention too, from when we were there with some of those visits going on, Kearney, Hopkins, two guys that have Florida State very, very high on their on their on their list who have had them high up there for a while. Some of these guys, potential pop time might be pop time. Get your popcorn out. These guys might Mm -hmm. be 
announcing their commitments maybe that weekend. Definitely with a lot of talent there, good vibes. You got to practice to go watch. We'll we gotta see. put we we'll gotta put this in the we'll put that in people's area. We'll see. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. You know, we, we, we gotta put it in be, the. Uh, not saying that I got told anything at all, but we, we gotta put time. it in the dock there, uh, Dustin. In the in, in that recruiting dock, the secret the list, dock. So we, yeah, so we can keep it posted. True. Uh, y'all keep see it updated. This. Jermaine Johnson, Deshaun Corbin invited to the 2022 NFL Combine. Congratulations to those. Don't two understand Keir Thomas not getting the invite. Not, I don't understand whatsoever. Being slept on big time. That makes shouldn't make sense, but Jermaine Johnson gets a lot of the spotlight as he deserves. But mm-hmm. sometimes watching Keir Thomas last year, I mean, if you just watched him for a series it was really fun to watch him just how he knew just how jermaine johnson was working he just knew how to click and know exactly where that quarterback was going to run i mean i thought his pass rush was really something fun to watch and i someone's gonna get a steal but didn't get invited to the 2022 nfl combine pretty uh pretty messed up there is that finalized is that finalized is done i think so i think so I don't know if like players cancel or they can't go or something like that, or they opt out if that mm-hmm. lets in another player, but I don't know how that really works, but I that was a kinda, big mess. I don't know. I, I don't understand that, you know, Yeah. for, for Kier. I thought he had a really good senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the best pass rushers in the entire conference right alongside Jermaine Johnson. And I mean, I would remember each week it would be Johnson yeah. and, and Thomas whenever Thomas was, you know, healthy right there at the top and pressures and not even just the conference, but also like college football that week. He had a pretty good year. I know he might've flown under the radar a little bit because obviously Jermaine Johnson is the star that people are looking at, looking at right now. But regardless, you know, that's a guy that I definitely think is going to get himself drafted, whether he ends up at the combine or not. Dustin, we were talking about this earlier, uh, Florida state's pro day expected kind of date and you looked back at some of the dates the last couple of years and i tried to say that it was a date that was after the nfl draft so yeah logan's like the pro day is going to be in may i'm like dude the draft is in april (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, tough tough scene you know tough 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 i'm not even drinking i mean that's just how how different FSU is. They had their own draft and their own pro day. I know, right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. Damn. But yeah, they haven't, FSU hasn't given an official date yet for the pro day, but I was just looking back at recent history to kind of get a gauge for it. And it'll probably be the NFL draft begins on April 28th. So four states pro day, it'll be within two weeks of the draft. Early early to mid April. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, so we'll be in attendance for that to go cover that too. So we'll keep you guys updated if you hear anything. So got the spring dates given to us, so that's a good that's a good starting point. That's what we like to hear right there. What we don't like to hear, which is a beautiful transition, must I say, what we don't like to hear about is Florida State basketball right now. I, I love hearing about it because the alignment is, is in process. There's no stars. There's that, no alignment. That gravitational pull. Uh, don't, uh, uh, well, of the don't universe. Put me on the don't put me on the All right, stop. Stop watches on. Thirty minutes starting now. Here we go. Thirty minutes. 
Oh my goodness. What you had the tissues? What is happening? I've got I've got a migraine. Does that count? Um <laughs> you've got a you got a migraine from watching that, huh? Yeah, it's it sucks. There's a what happened? I'm just putting on here. Yeah, I'm just oh, ready for you just... for you to give us the rundown on what the f happened after we went to that do game, Dustin. I hope you and en- hope we enjoyed that. That is now a historical moment between you and I, which we don't know if we'll ever see that again. I'm we'll being see really it. dramatic. We'll see I'm being extremely year. dramatic. But. This year's this year's done. Like it's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Put a bow on it. Bury it. Bag it and tag it. Hold on, Austin. Before you move on to that, are are, are we talking even missing nit now? To me, just how banged up the team is. The even injuries, if they got man. an nit invite, yeah. I I I wouldn't be surprised if they declined it. The guys just need rest. Um, there are guys like Raquan Evans who understandably probably doesn't want to be there right now. He probably wants to be back in Montana with his family. Um, and he, like half the team's hurt. Like I, I wouldn't want to keep playing games at this point, and they still have you know a month left. Plus, you know, a game or two in the ACC tournament. It's just brutal. It's absolutely brutal watching this team right now. Um, I think we all kind of understood once Mike Osborne went down, things are going to get a little bit different. Then Nahim McLeod and Anthony Polite go down, and that's, you know, that's it. That's it. It's over. Um, this team has no way to score. Because, um, you know, at, at one point last night against Pitt, they were one of seven on layups. If you're not hitting your layups, what do you want? Um, you know, as, as good as Mills can be, other teams realize, hey, he's the only guy that can create for himself. So let's just throw everybody at him possible. Um, there was one play late in the game on Cameron Fletcher's three where Mills has a great drive, and as soon as he gets two feet in the paint, he's got five pit players around him. Like pe- People know he's the only one that can score, so they're going to key on in him. Cleveland's confidence is shot. Um, I've never seen a player that hesitates more on wide-open shots and waits to be contested to shoot it. Um, I don't really blame him because, you know, every every transition trend, every transition chance possible, he gets a charge call instead of a block call. And you know, that that's on your mind. He airball a floater from eight feet away. That's going to be on your mind. It's, it's just rough going for this offense. Um, and you know, people point to the defense, you know, if Horton had seven, three pointers last night for Pitt. Um, he'd been suspended since early January or no, sorry, early December. It just came back this last weekend. And of course it's seven threes against Florida state. Um, it's just, it's just rough to watch. It's really rough to watch. Uh, I, I wish there was a silver lining. Like at, le- at least the youth, the, the young guys are getting some experience, but they're just not playing well right now. And it's probably hard, probably a lot harder to watch for some fans, but it's killing me. It's rough. That is rough to watch. Kill me. And I'm still going to Chapel Hill on Saturday. That's right. So they, they, bat, they battled oh. to, back no, well, to that a... first place in the conference and now lost five in a row. Yeah, it's, you, you, you get it's to Miami. It's all injury-related, man. You, you win that game at Miami, and you're like, wow, this team might be turning a corner. You know, six and two in the conference. You have this five stretch of games coming up where, you know, worst case should be four and one, and you go 0 oh and five. I 
would have never saw that coming. Never in my wildest imagination when I thought we would have been 0-5 in these last five games, just given who the opponents are. You know, they were all bottom half of the ACC at the time we played them. Except for Wake. I, I guess Wake was still top half. But you're thinking, worst case, you're 4-1 in those five games, and you go 0-5? It's brutal. Just absolutely brutal. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. You know, the, the injuries have completely decimated this team, but – at the same time, the the freshmen, you know, you mentioned Cleveland, but even Worley, I think John Butler has shown probably the most flashes out of any freshman so far this year. I don't know if you would disagree, but normally at this point of the year, the last couple of years, Florida State's the freshmen are stepping up at this point and taking on bigger roles. You know, you think back to the Dwayne Bacons, the Malik Beasley's, Jonathan Isaac, Patrick Williams. Um, about Scotty say, is, is it, it was about this time in 2020 when Patrick Williams started really popping. Everyone's like, oh, this guy can hoop. Like, that's yeah. when everyone started saying it was about this time, early February. It's just, these freshmen aren't doing it. They, they keep making you know the same mistakes they're making in game one. It's just it's inexcusable, really. What do you say to the people that are free, that are going crazy on Twitter saying we've got to revamp the whole coaching stuff? I mean, I don't expect less from a football fan base that will never understand basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, two years ago, UNC was 14 and 19, you know, last mm-hmm. year, Duke was five, a 500 basketball team. Every program that goes through this, even Kentucky last year was what, like eight and 21. Like every program goes through this. Um, it just sucks that it's happening right now, you know, considering the success Florida State's had recently, it, every program goes through it and I'm not going to act like I'm not disappointed or not surprised. I mean, I'm shocked that the team's this bad. You know, I picked them to finish second in the conference, and I was debating whether I wanted to put them first over Duke in preseason. It's just teams not living up to standards. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes that happens. Sometimes guys don't develop the, the way you think they will. Sometimes guys take a step back. Like I, I, Anthony Polite, you know, for much the first part of the season, he was really struggling. But last couple of games, he seemed to find his groove. And then to now have wrist surgery, it's, it's it sucks. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Florida State's next matchup, like you had mentioned earlier, is UNC. You'll be there for that one. So I'm going to count that as an L since your streak now is at 0 six. and 6. Is it just 0 and 6? And you're including Notre Dame and Clemson football? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Actually, well, awesome. actually I'm, I'm, I'm actually 0 for my last 7 because uh, I was at the Georgia Tech ACC championship. Oh, what did you say, Nate? I'm gonna need Austin to stay home for the LSU game. <laughs> yeah, he is not yeah. allowed. <laughs> what if I get? What if I go and wear LSU stuff? Does that count? Okay, what? I don't no, know that that makes it almost even well, worse. Why don't you We're make a cardboard cut out of you and mail it to Logan, and we'll take it with us? <laughs> he can pay for it since he wants Got something. In my polo, I'm paying pay for it. everything yeah. now. I'm for no, everything. no shirts, no logos, nothing, dude. Unbelievable. I'm still so, waiting on my polos? embroidery oh, yeah, for I'd... my. God. My freaking windbreaker. When is yeah? No, no, you need the uh, but that long sleeve is fly though. You can't lie. That long Nike. It's too big. You keep sending me extra larges. I, that's six, all they had. That's all they had, dude. That's all I'm they six had. One, gotta, 170. I need a large. You are short. <laughs> I think I'm six two. Short. I'm six two. You're five You're not six I two. Relate. I couldn't you are relate. Such a liar, I'm six two without shoes. Six no. three potentially. What depends? You're on how not many six three. The shoes are. Someone pulled. The You're like five eight. 
me and Los are the same height, and then there's Logan in the middle. Yeah, that angle was awful. I also was on like three shots of Hennessy, which I will never. You get shorter oh, when God. you drink or something? I had three. Yeah, the angle. They messed with me. They told me, like, put your knees down or something. I was probably drunk, and I probably put my knees down like a little bit, and I looked shorter. They did that to me. It was messed up. What Los, do you mean? Put your knee. You he, got he, on your knees? Close. No, I did not get on my knees, Dustin. Even close, who's like, was like, man, that dude's kind of short. Uh, his drunk ass. <laughs> get him back on here and take care of that. Oh my god! But yeah, UNC on Saturday at two p.m. and then Clemson comes to Florida State uh, next Tuesday mm. night. You think it seven. gets to seven? Oh, he's yeah. Going yeah. <laughs> This man's about to go zero and seven. We got to do. No, like, I'm, already, no, I'm already zero and seven. We no, do no, 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 no. I'm talking about Florida State streak. Zero and eight. Well, you, well, let's 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 just keep going after Clemson. Next Saturday's at Duke. <laughs> so that's eight. Then that following Monday, Nine. you have to travel to Boston College, which so, you know, Boston College isn't they, good, but they Florida might, State's they might win that. But you're yeah, not that, going. That's that. a toss up. Oh, then so I'm like at it. That following Saturday's at Virginia, who just beat Duke in Cameron. So so what, what's Let's not talk about before. Let's talk about like recent when FSU has been the new blood. What's the longest losing streak under underhand? This is the longest ACC losing streak, I think, since 2014 already. Um, Let me, I I can do a little research while we're sitting here. Um, I mean, you think it gets to eight losses in a row? I doubt it. Ooh. College basketball is just so weird. There's, there's gonna be one game where they win. It, it it's mostly. I'm ho- what Probably I'm hoping is they're, they're, I'm hoping they're trading all these losses for a win at Carolina or Cameron. Just just for my own pride, because I'm 0 4 in those arenas. <laughs> um, I I would I would trade all these losses for a win in Cameron. D- to say you could be the last team to beat Coach K and Cameron Indoor, that's something you can hang your hat on. Um, it's gonna take Harrison so- Prieto dropping 40 on Coach K's head. So FSU Watch lost out. five in a row in 2016. Um, from basically the entire month of February, they only won two games out of seven. Um, Here we go. So you know you're on your longest losing streak since then. Let's uh, let's keep going. See if I can find anything else. Give me a second. Very good. We're getting ready for probably, Super Bowl predictions. Probably 2013. That's a year I would look at. I'm looking at that now. It's a lot of. Lose two, win one, lose two, win one that year. And I just realized what happened in 2013 when FSU basketball wasn't that good. I'm okay. pretty sure Florida State won the national championship. Okay, they were still – at least they went – they ended up 500. <laughs> wasn't it the uh, – argu- They ended up a little bit of 500. Team of they lost time? to Southern Alabama at home in the season opener also. And that was my first game as a season ticket holder. <laughs> you want to know who else they lost <laughs> that year? Uh, Mercer, a really, really bad <laughs> Auburn team. <laughs> Uh, Louisiana Tech in the NIT. Was that the year they lost to Yale or whatever? No, you're thinking of the year they lost to Harvard in 2011, oh, 46 to 41. Hmm. That was a that was a barn burner there. Um, Tough. Fine. We're having some exciting stuff here, everybody. Y'all just hang on. Exciting things are coming. I promise. I, th- I, th- I think that five game losing streak in 2016 is the longest under Coach Am in the ACC. At least before you leave us, hit that like button. We're almost at 50 likes on YouTube. There, there was a stretch in 20, where am I? I'm in 2008 where they lost eight of 10. But, you know, it was only it was three games, then three, then two. 
Oh, another five-game losing streak in 2007. Um, looks like five is the longest. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, God. One, two, three, four. Uh, there, was a, there was an eight-game losing streak in 2005 wow. from February. Well, eight-game ACC losing streak. For some reason, they played UMass in the middle of this. So they lost nine straight. Um, they lost to UMass? 78 to 68. I guess UMass was good back then, right? It was, yeah. nah, you, nah, this is 2005. I wouldn't say they're that good. They, was that around? Uh, but wasn't Calip- Calipari was there for No, nah, he was bit. gone by then. Yeah, he was gone by then. Calip- Calipari was there in the late 90s. Shut up, Logan. Um, <laughs> they, they lost to a, a, a very what? average UMass team, 78 oh, to 68. So that that's the longest you're looking at is an eight game losing streak in 2005. I'm about to play in the arms of angels. You should play it. Stop, Dustin God. No, I don't want to hear the players of 1986. No, this. I mean, that was the that was the first year of Al Thornton. You had Von Wafer, Alexander Mm. Johnson. It's like there was players that just weren't that good that year. (laughs) Oh no, Patrick said this feels like one of those adopt a dog commercials. Play it. And I'm about to play the soundtrack. We're gonna have to put don't, I don't want to cry on the podcast. That whole that whole like five minute span there of the conversation will have that sad animal song background. For sixty nine cents a day, you, <laughs> you can, can get Austin VG a basketball <laughs> win within the next two weeks, maybe. Please. Please, if we can beat Cameron and Duke, it's all worth it. Or beat Duke and Cameron, it's all worth it. I promise you, I will lose my mind if that happens. And that's one eight hundred three one three four two eight seven for just sixty nine cents a day. You can save a soul. It'll, it'll also be pretty poetic if you can sweep Miami and Duke, but you get swept by Wake Forest. That's pretty poetic. I like that you're still it, it, it thinking basketball kind of season is going season. on. You're making you're making it is still going on. I got another month and then I'm free. I'm happy again <laughs> in a month. And you're free and happy again. You know what happens in a month, right? March <laughs> recruiting. Recruiting interviews. Spring practice, buddy. Nope. In, in, a, in a month, I will be in Tampa at a concert. And after that, I am. Tampa out. for oh, you're coming through. what concert? Eric Church. Oh, God. I would say I'd come up and meet you. It's right down the street from me, pretty much. But not for <laughs> some more. But Nate hates country music. Not for, not for country music. You ain't, no. ain't got to go to a concert. Are, are you go hang out. Are you staying Go to this there? restaurant. Go to this yeah, restaurant. I'm, I'm staying at a double tree. Go get his wings. Ooh, free cookie. Yeah, Nate. Well, Nate won't give you any free food, but you can get like a free nah, like piece of bread. I, I, I'll give Austin free food, but not Dustin. Nice. Oh, I need yeah. the food. He doesn't. <laughs> Thought we were boneless buddies, man. We Damn, are I know, buddies. right? Damn, he's turning on his I, own jet. Turning on I, the jets. Do you guys? Do you guys serve boneless wings at your restaurant? No, we do not. Oh. Are you Nate, not Nate's working a, to get that on the menu? Thought you're pretty high not. up on the command chain over there. Nate's just trying to butter me up for shoes. That's what this is. It is. That, that doesn't fit our theme. Nate, Nate's going to only give you free food if you bring like a pair of shoes or two Correct. pairs of shoes, Austin. Yeah, it's, fair. <laughs> it's understandable. Okay, a little fair trade there. I like that. Hold on. Shout out to one of our Discord guys who, who ordered Uh-oh. through me on our website. Oh, wow. Shout out, shout out my guy, Andrew. Oh, Bowden. Andrew Bowden. Yeah. yeah, he's always in there. He's always trying to order, order tick some me off. Me. He got him today. I, I, I got a guy who wants to order for me, too. Go ahead, send him my way. My barber. Send him my way. Mm. Look at this. Doing business live on the pod. This is February 10th. I'm always working. Deep in the off season. I'm DZ doesn't working. stop working. 
If only he worked harder in his previews. Get this. If only he worked a little bit harder for his season predictions, because obviously that was way off. I know you and I say work harder my previews. You're the one that complains about him and never posts them. I got to beg hey, my... for six hours. Hey, is the preview up? Is the preview well, up? Well, I hate to up? tell you, but I feel like we get, people get pissed off now if we post anything basketball. Really. Hey, I don't care. I'm now our favorite. Our Facebook copy now on social is like, we're sorry for posting this. We had to do this for our sad basketball. <laughs> the worst part is I saw Florida State. They posted like the the final score graphic last night mm. of losing to Pittsburgh. Never and then they did, ha- they did hashtag new blood. And people in the comments were someone just absolutely freaking out at them. And so- someone's like, I'm so sorry, poor social media intern that you have to see all this. Or something. <laughs> so, someone replied bleeding. And I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, they are bleeding. They're hurt. I don't work for Guthrie's. And we've already had this discussion. So if I did work for Guthrie's, I wouldn't sponsor some uh, certain people. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Uh, Super Bowl coming up. We got three Knowles and then Auden Tate and the Cincinnati Bengals. Auden Tate and the Cincinnati Bengals along with two Knowles on the other side of the Los Angeles Rams. You've got Jalen Ramsey and Cam Akers. How are we feeling about this? And who, who are we picking on this one? I know who I've got winning. I'm obviously not going to go for the Bengals. I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so I'm not going to do it. Then go screw themselves. Go Rams. Man, two Knowles. Two guys that helped the brand at Florida State do their thing. Cam Akers and uh, Jalen Ramsey, who had very fantastic—I can't say very fantastic in the same sentence—wonderful careers at Florida State. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Rams for me. I don't know the score though. I don't know if it's going to be high scoring or not. What do you guys think? Both defenses can play. Cincinnati takes a little while to wake up, but they can play defense. With the way that the Bengals' offensive line cannot stop um, any kind of pressure, um, you know they, they got to be concerned about that front front line that uh, the Rams have and Aaron, Aaron Donald. I think playing in a Super Bowl for a championship, I think he's going to just be a complete freak the entire the entire game. Like that last series that he had. To beat San Francisco was just freaking dominating. I think he's going to play that the entire game. I think that's going to be an issue for the Bengals. But on the flip side, man, the Bengals just seem like they're destined to pull it off, man. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll always go better defense. I think the Rams win something like 27-24. It's kind of hard to go against Joe Burrow right now, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm he's so probably going to end up. It's, like I'm still probably gonna end up taking the Rams, but it's just Burrow and that whole. Really, that whole team is playing really well, and Burrow just has those guys, you know, riding on cloud nine. They can run the ball. I mean, I, I mean, defensively, who would you take though? You know, I mean, I'm gonna take the team that has Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, I, I, the best I mean, defensive take, tackle, the best corner. Ron Miller. You know, would you take Jalen Ramsey shutting down? Jamar Chase is a lot more likely than the Cincinnati Bengals shutting down Odell I mean, like, and, and Cooper the, Cup. And the thing is, like you know, the Bengals got good receivers. T. Higgins has been really good. I mean, Auden Tate's their fourth receiver, maybe fifth. Mm-hmm. Jamar he's, Chase, yeah. he's a he's a solid pro. Like they they, they just they got a lot of weapons. It's not yeah, just if he wasn't Jamar if, Chase. Yeah, yeah, if Auden Tate wasn't hurt, he'd be a third, fourth. He'd be fine with Tyler Boyd for that. I forgot about that. I knew I was freaking somebody. And, and I think it hurts them losing their tight end 
Yeah. CJ you know, Uzoma. Yeah. You know, they, Who said they, he will bathe in Skyline Chili if they win? Which, <laughs> if you don't know what Skyline Chili is, it is you a he won't have to worry about it. factor in, in Ohio. It's, it's spaghetti and chili. It's yes. not good. I don't know. Like it's every Ohio, good. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get so many texts from my Ohio friends that are that I'm blast. You got a lot of Ohio friends up bashing. there. I have a few Ohio friends. Um, not in what you're thinking, because I know you're gonna say something after the podcast. Um, oh, I was not, but now that you did you, it, I will now were. ask. I really yeah, wasn't. I, just, I know a lot of people from that area, and they're just they swear by Skyline Chili. It's just not that. It, it, it not is it. an Ohio staple. Ohio that, staple. That and Ohio Chili. Northern Kentucky, that area, love it. It's disgusting. My entire family grew up on, on Skyline Chili. Okay. My mom used to drive up because there's one down the street from my house now here in Bradenton just to go to Skyline Chili. Do you like wow. it? Not, not particularly. It's just, it was probably good 20, 30 years ago. You know, when it was smaller and it just seems very manufactured and artificial. It's like a chain now. Yeah, and, and that's fine. Chains are there's a lot of good chains out there. It just tastes sort of tastes like cafeteria chili. You, you can you can get it at Publix now. Like yeah. it's, it's in supermarkets. But it, it tastes like lunchroom cafeteria chili. Yep. Mm, not so well. Uh, I got the Rams thirty one. Uh, Bengals twenty. No, nah, it's gonna be close. I'm gonna I'm I'm take the I'm gonna take the Rams twenty to nineteen. Mm. Dustin, you gonna ride it all, all the way? Yeah, I don't know if I've missed a playoff pick yet. When when we've been doing this, I might still be undefeated. And you know, I'm a classic guy. I like watching adult cartoons. So the other day, I was hanging out, and <laughs> you're a classic. Guy. I, I was watching. I was watching The Simpsons, just like a rerun on TV. And, you know, during the episode, it flashed like the TV screen and it said Cincinnati 31, LA, or Cincinnati 34, LA 31 in the Super Bowl. Shut up. So, did it really? That's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Bengals 34, LA 31. Will The Simpsons strike again? Joe Burrow uh, gets the championship. We've seen this many times before. Will The Simpsons strike events. again? So, Oh man, we'll see. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It's gonna be a fun. I'm looking forward to the uniform combination. Is, is fantastic. So the colors are on point. I don't like orange, but at least this fits well with how their scheme is going for the game. Looking forward to it. Should be a fun weekend. And we got a big UFC too, Nate. Got a big UFC weekend I, ahead I, of us. I just need to hear Jalen Ramsey just running his mouth after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I need that. It's, I, it's I need great that for the life. brand. It's great for the brand. All rivals will hate every bit of it. I can use and, and this leverage for the next couple of months. Israel Adesanya is going to knock out Robert Whitaker in the third round. Yeah, no, that's going to be a good one. And big boys, Derek Lewis and what's his name? I'm going at it before that. These are names I've never heard in my life. <sighs> never heard of Israel Adesanya? Arguably the greatest VZ UFC fighter basketball. right now. I, do, I couldn't care less about fighting. VZ, I couldn't. VZ watches basketball, Nate. You should know this. They're already and moon listen, fights tomorrow. And, and listens to country music. So <laughs> it's, it all adds, I, I think, it I all think adds Church is a great artist. I think he's greater. I think it's worth going down there. So but I, if could, he, if, I couldn't name one song. I'm that's fine. I Austin yeah, can I, name 25. I can name more than 25. 
okay. Yeah, we got to get see, off here. you see someone live 20, uh, a dozen times, you can name more than she. Jesus. Is he your favorite? Yes. Didn't you have a picture of him back in the good old days in your background before you went into your closet? Yeah, he's, he's all right. Oh, you said, yeah. Oh, he admitted it. It's in his closet. <laughs> no. Oh, he's, I had that one. He's, he's still my wall over there. Oh, that's sweet. He's like right above you when you go to bed, right? Good night, Eric. Tuck me in, Eric. I love you. I Sing you. me a lullaby. I hate you, Nate. <laughs> Made up. <laughs> we all love each just... other. No shirt, no shoes for another month now. You're getting close, but it ain't happening. No, he wasn't. Uh, no, he wasn't. All righty. Well, let's get out of here so we can get on with our weekend. Uh, nothing really to look forward to next week. Maybe we, I don't know, I don't want to say anything anymore, but we're, we're trying to work on some guests for you guys. It's just always takes a little bit of time. Takes a little bit of time. So, yeah, hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy it. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button before you head out of here. Always appreciate everybody. Listen, we had like 16,000. Justin's wearing something besides gray. He's wearing a Celtic shirt. Yeah, he's yeah. Look at him. What? This is what are weird. they eighth in the conference right now? Yeah, no, no, six right now. We are number six. Six game win streak. Wow, look at made that. some good trades today. You did I'm that dark white trade nice. They trade Marcus Smart. No, nope. I hope so. Then they, then they screwed themselves. Best day, best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> they screwed themselves. Now we get to keep him until at least June. So yeah, then he's gone. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Everybody, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. We'll get back with you guys soon on Thursday night at eight thirty. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, yeah, adios. Same color t-shirt Mama told me uh, Not to sell work